Imagine how much you'd learn if you could ask your personal heroes anything you want about their life and their secrets to success. In each episode, we get to do that. This is the Playground Broadcast. Where everyone plays and no day is the same. My name is Mika and I will be your host for today's episode. So people ask me where I'm from. So in my opinion, it kind of depends because are you trying to ask me where I'm born? Are you trying to ask me my nationality? Or are you trying to ask me where I'm currently living? So I'm actually considered a third culture kid, a TCK. And I'm going to be honest with you, all of you. So half of you guys that are listening right now are probably third culture kids. So I know I know all of you are asking what are third culture kids. So on BBC Bite Size, the definition is children who spend their formative years in places that are not their parents' homeland. So it basically means that children who grow up in countries that aren't their parents' nationality. So let's say you're you're like your parents are Italian, both of them are Italian, and you grew up in Thailand. So that means you're a third culture kid because you're not growing up in Italy where your parents are from, but you're growing up in Thailand, a country that's completely different from Italy. Okay, to answer where I'm from, it depends. So I was born in Ireland and I moved to Malaysia when I was probably nine, then moved to Singapore in 2020 just before COVID hit. And I just moved to Cambodia, which is surprising, about two, three, four months ago. But I've moved around like to a bunch of different places because of my dad's job. So he works for Maybank and it's like the biggest bank in Malaysia. You can go search it up. But now we're in Cambodia. So yeah, I don't think he really had a choice to say no. But anyways, when people ask me where I'm from and I just want to give a quick answer, I just say I'm from Malaysia. I think it's my home country because it's first off, it's my parents' nationality. They're both Malaysian. They're both born and raised in Malaysia. My family's there, so extended family. So I'm talking like my cousins, my grandparents. I know their language. I can speak Malay fluently and I understand. I went to primary school in Malaysia. I went to elementary school there. So that's also one more reason why I take it as my home. And my way of life, like how I live in a way, is kind of influenced by Malaysia and their culture. Yeah, so anyways... I can fluently speak two languages. So I can speak Malay, Saya, Suka, Maka, and Ayam Goreng. So that means I like to eat fried chicken. And I can also fluently speak English because I'm doing it right now. Anyways, I'm also learning phase two Chinese. So, Wa Pu Si Huan Mama, Yin Wei Ta Hen Pang. If you know the meaning, good for you, but my bad. So, anyways. I can read and write, but not understand Arabic. So I'm Muslim, so I have to read the Quran. It's like the Bible of Islam. So you got to know how to read it. But I don't actually understand any words I'm reading. Uh, all I understand are like, MashaAllah, Inshallah, Allahu Akbar. And I knew a few, I know a few phrases in Japanese. So like, Arigato gozaimasu, onigaishimasu, um, what else do I know? stuff like that and I know Spanish I know some Espanol so I know one phrase in Espanol I saw off this like meme thing if you know you know okay hola como esta shawty it means how you doing shawty <laughs> okay um, anyways so I've moved I've lived in like four countries right so I think Singapore is my favorite to be honest not Malaysia Singapore because I felt like I had the most freedom there because 
we had this thing called MRTs, like London Underground. I always give a quick explanation because half of you listening are probably from Singapore, but it allows you to basically go anywhere you want it in Singapore because they had like a bunch of stations and lines everywhere. It allowed me to go anywhere and everywhere I wanted at nearly any time as long as it wasn't too early or too late at night, you know what I'm saying? But the best part of all, because Singapore is so safe, I got to go out on my own, which is the best part because I don't always want to go out with my mom and her like, and she's like breathing down my neck looking at everything I say or everything I do. And... I also think Singapore is my favorite because I matured myself the most there. So like, that's where I really found myself in a way. I mean, COVID really took a hit about for like my age group to find ourselves. But I think I found myself pretty well in Singapore. Like I found my hobbies. I know what I like to do. I know what I don't like to do and stuff like that. And that's where I remember living the most. So because I just moved, I kind of still miss living in Singapore with all my friends, everything I used to do. And, oh yeah, one more thing also about living in Singapore. One amazing thing was that I used to live in Orchard, so it's like the main city. So we literally had anything you wanted from like a hardware store to a sports store to a food court to anything basically. And that was a skate park there. So I lived like two minutes away from Orchard. I literally walk every day there. So basically on the weekends, I would skate to the skate park, skate at the skate park and skate back from the skate park on a skateboard, which is kind of crazy. Okay, let's pretend I'm someone else because we're going to get into like the more emotional part of the podcast or something. Anyways, right, Micah, is it difficult to continuously do it? Is it difficult to continuously move around from country to country? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes, it is difficult. All you third culture kids listening on must agree with me. It's like leaving everything you know, like leaving your friends, your, your, I don't know, your family. It depends if you're like extended families living there, leaving your friends, your family, your social life, everything you know about the place. And it's kind of just like hitting a reset button, you know, and it's not that fun to hit a reset button. If you were to ask me, like, imagine if I were to hit reset on your progress to, um, on your video game or something. I don't know, but it doesn't get easier too. I'm going to be honest. But it makes you, it does make you cherish your relationships more and your time that you have more. It makes you cherish what you have in the moment because you never know when you could leave because you could have just settled down, made amazing friends and stuff within a year. And then you find out you're moving in two months and that, and that really just sucks. So making friends, however, that's like a element that comes with being a third culture kid. It's something that naturally develops when moving around a lot because what are you going to do without friends? Like you have nothing really to do like after school on the weekend unless you're really occupied with your own things. But anyways, to make friends, there's a bunch of ways you can do it. But what I do is I talk about sports, music and fashion. Okay, all the guys, before you come with me with your rifles, because I said fashion, just hear me out, okay? But for sports, I play football and basketball, which are like, the two main sports ever, I guess. But my main sport is football. And I already go to like a football club and everything. So you can really make friends really quickly with sports. I listen to music, of course. It's like one of my favorite things to do. So I listen to a bunch of music, but my main two is rap and R&B. So rap, all the guys love listening to rap. 
most the ones that I meet or that I hang out with. So like Kendrick Lamar, Kanye West, Travis Scott, Drake, J. Cole, uh Juice World, XXX, Baby Keem. Like anyone, uh, Lil Tecca, Lil TJ, Polo G, I, I can keep going. But I also listen to R&B, which the girls and some guys like. Because everybody loves a bit of R&B. I listen to like Bryson Tiller, SZA, Old Drake, hits, bro. Old Drake, Tory Lanez, stuff like that. Okay, now I'm talking about fashion. So put down your guns, get your scope, your red dot off my forehead. When I talk about fashion, when I say fashion, I mean sneakers like Jordans, Yeezys, Dunks, Slides, stuff like that. I I love like shoes. I like one of my favorite things too. I also like clothing, but I like streetwear. So just like go search that up on Pinterest or something and you'll know what I'm talking about. So when it comes to like keeping friendships as you move away, it's kind of hard because your friends are going to have friends that will possibly replace you and you're going to have a completely new friend group. So you guys won't have as much time with each other to talk to each other online. But for me, if I'm able to keep like relationships or keep things going with friends after I move or after they move, it's usually with like my really, really good friends, like my best, best, best friends that we're able to keep it going. Because... I don't know if it's just with someone that you just know it's not as like powerful you know what I'm saying but it is cool catching up with them like after several years like maybe one or two years and you'll be like you'll see how much they've changed or how much they haven't changed and you're just like damn a lot has changed or a lot hasn't changed really much since I left has it or since you've left has it being a third culture kid has taught me many different things many different skills and stuff like that probably taught you the same thing too i will just name a few though like right now you know what i'm saying um so one is how to adapt to different places so if you moved somewhere completely new you would be complaining and be whiny about like i don't know where this is or that is i don't want to go out i just want to stay home but you give it three or four months and you'll be like, I know what this is. I know what that is. It's here and there and there and here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It teaches you how to make friends and connections, which is really important because you have to have friends and connections when you move somewhere new. Because if not, you're just going to be lonely the entire time. And you're going to stay in your little ball and not like actually expand or get out of the ball. Because you can't just stay in your little little ball the entire two years let's say you're there because things are going to get boring and it's not going to be a fun experience is it like we I was talking about making friends just now so you know what I'm saying um it also teaches you how to make the most of every situation okay not situation but maybe the most make the most of your time because you have to like really use your time wisely with people that you really enjoy being around when you're a third culture kid because you don't really have a choice whether you're moving and not moving or not it's basically your parents your parents will be like okay we're moving here in three months and it's not really it's not really fun for the kids for us because we have all this social life and everything we have we have fun here and you're just making us move like it's not fair you know what i'm saying like we don't even get we don't even get to have a saying in it because like what are they gonna do or what, what will our opinion do it won't, we'll still move regardless. So it really just teaches you how to 
cherish your time properly. It also gives me an insight to different type of people and different cultures, which is kind of cool because you get to expand your perspective and knowledge and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, in my opinion, though, yeah, my bad. In my opinion, the best part about being a third culture kid is meeting new people and having different connection in different countries. Because meeting new people is like a skill that you're gonna need to know your entire life because you can't get around living at all without being able to talk to other people. And another good thing about being a TCK as a culture kid is catching up with these people after maybe four or five years this time because it's really cool because again, you'll see how much they have or have not changed since you last saw them. But in the future, for me, I would preferably settle down in one country for at least like five years before I move to another, just so that like my children have it good, I have it good, we can relax. But I would be down to take like a two, three month holiday to like Bali or something. That would be crazy. But for my TCK list, my third cultured kid list, country list, I think I'm going to be adding a country or country soon. But one that I'm planning to add is either the UK or the US for university. Like, I know they're dangerous countries and not good, but, like, the universities there are good, so that's one thing. But another thing is that um, all the rich people, all the rich known people, they either drop out of college university or they say university is a waste of money. Because I, th- I was thinking, right, how can you let an 18-year-old take a 150k student loan but not, like, a 10k loan off a bank? It's kind of weird. But I'm still gonna try get to university because it it will help me out with like my degree and stuff like that and like when I wanna get a job, you know what I'm saying? As a TCK though, for me and you, we have a bunch of like experiences and stories and memories that we could share with, right? That we could share with the world, you know what I'm saying? So you know it would be cool to share these experiences. You know how you could do that? Through books, through writing books, writing your own book and publishing it. Literally anyone, including you, could do it. You could sell the book, make some money while you're at it, you know? You see what I'm going at? You see what I'm going at? If you don't, don't worry. I'm about to, like, let you know. But so ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, from now on, this podcast will be about side hustles for teens. I mean, everyone wants money, so you know what I'm saying? But the next episode, I will be interviewing someone who has written a book and published it at age 13, I think he published it. Yeah, I think he published it on, like, Amazon Books or something. I'm not sure. That's why I'm interviewing him. And you can make money off writing books, even if it's just a little. You you make your money. And if you like writing and if you like reading, this is, like, a no-brainer for you to do. It's, like... Just do it. Like, you can make some money off of it while you're doing something you enjoy. But the person I'm interviewing, well, I won't tell you his name, but he's also my boss for this other side project. See how the roles switch? Now I'm his boss for this thing. He's my boss for this other side project. It's called Student Voices. It's a magazine. So I am the graphic designer for that magazine. So if you guys want to actually, like, go check it out, you could probably email the Sentinel team or, like, ask your teacher or coordinator for a link to it and uh if you want to submit any of your writing or photos or anything just send it 
to ascend now and then we'll get it and we might add it to our next edition coming out soon i don't know when but we're working on it so thanks for tuning into this episode of the playground from ascend now this is your host mika signing off see you around <laughs>